0: ChiChat chat by Che chat
1: We'd like to welcome to Chee Courtney Jones. She's the author of The Leader Within and founder and director of the Leadership Ascension Academy. The Leader Within was written to inspire women in leadership to trust in and be guided by their intuition and the new way to lead and innovate. A major paradigm shift is increasing pressure on businesses and government to be more transparent and evolve beyond the me first mentality and the bottom line objectives. Building social capital through sustainable, equitable business practices is the only way to ensure core values are aligned within the evolving consciousness and inclusive priorities of today's communities. Drawing on ancient Eastern philosophies and Western empirical studies, the Ascension Leadership Model, which employs left brain cognitive thinking firmly underpinned by intuition and energetic awareness... Interest in behavioral psychology led to ongoing studies in body language, intuition, energy exchange and relationship dynamics, exploring how underlying attitudes affect cohesiveness and ultimately project outcomes in business and personal relationships. Her exploration sparked a passion for applying energy medicine and its practical implications into business and leadership, and we welcome her to Chi Chat. Courtney, can you tell us about your work? Obviously, being the author of the Leader Within, it's very innovative in your space, isn't it? Talking about leading through intuition.
2: Yeah, is it innovative? I think that you know, being intuitive in business has been around for a long time, but perhaps it's been framed in a different way to avoid people perceiving it as being a little bit out there or a bit woohoo. But we've always heard about gut instincts or you know, following your gut in business. So, my work is really focused around teaching or showing people in leadership or decision making roles how to really connect in with their body's psychophysical intuitive process to recognize what that is and trust it, and then to consciously use that in their planning and decision making for their careers, their business, for personal things. Once you tune your intuition in, it's there all the time and you can apply it to any life area. So, it's a valuable tool to have in business, but also a valuable spiritual GPS as such to use it to guide you in your daily life. That's very
1: interesting that you talk about that gut instinct. We might bring Grant in there. Do you have something to say about that, Grant, in terms of leading with intuition?
3: Well, I think when things show up when working with teams in particular or individuals, and I had an example yesterday where a client rang me and he had a, a HR issue And he was focused on the actual issue as opposed to stepping back and looking at its organisation as a whole. And when I ran him through the process of how about we just get centered with where that individual is actually the place that they're coming from and what they're trying to communicate, then 98% of what they were doing was was really good work. But the focus was on the 2%, which was the negative.
1: Yeah, right.
3: So in looking at individual excellence and, and, and looking to support that person with their inner child and the journey that they're on and that they might have been operating from a place of fear. The opportunity for him was to demonstrate as a leader within his business, the journey that he's been on and the sharing of duties because that's what it was about and walk her through and step her through a process of how does she get support in her role by sharing the duties and not be fearful of the fact that her job might be in jeopardy
1: I think there's been a lot of In the past, and it probably has to do With the patriarchal element The chest beating and so forth And less of what Grant Talks about in terms of Empathy and seeing it from other people's Point of views as well, and really Stepping into that intuition Maybe it's seen as a Feminine quality, I don't know, but it's definitely Something that can progress Businesses, no doubt.
3: There is a definite Shift in, in that leadership role role in getting in touch with their intuition and I agree that the old society or the old management styles and I think there were managers that would have been in touch with their intuition but I think it's more prevalent today than what it was in the past of course and I think that's partly because there's been a change in culture not only in in business but also within society and it can only make society stronger and I I read some of the stuff that you talk about Courtney in terms of Mm. getting change in, in leadership and how is it we're going to, t- to influence that as a society to get that real shift into getting our leaders to get more in touch with their intuition?
2: Absolutely. I think that being logical and using your brain is a very patriarchal kind of mantra. Like, you know, think, use your head, and we're kind of taught to, to move away from using our heart. And I think that's really kind of been underpinned by the style of thinking that the globe has been moving through and those values associated with, economic growth and consumerism and, as Claire Graves mapped it out, Values Level 5 thinking, which is all about, you know, more, 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 win or lose, dog-eat-dog dog kind of attitudes. So as that shift is now coming in, we, we are seeing that community and society are really calling for more transparency and a different approach to leadership because what we have been doing is no longer serving us in the most efficient and effective way. And at the same time, the, the thinking style of, you know, large groups in the population is changing as well and people are moving out of that me-first mentality and into a sense of wanting to support each other and uplift each other, wanting to connect back, you know, with the earth and, and with energy, uh, wanting to see empowering policy and structures. So with that comes more of an acceptance of people who are intuitive in the way that they do things and I think we also sometimes ignore when we are having these hits because we're kind of conditioned to live in a stressful environment so when we're feeling stressed and anxious we just put it down to it's because I'm busy it's because I've got to you know pick up the kids do the shopping get work done do all of this the list goes on and perhaps we don't recognise that that's our intuition saying this is not the best action. There's something else that you could be looking for or doing at this point in time. So there's a little bit of re-education definitely required. But the good news is that everybody has intuition and everybody has the ability to reconnect and, and really recognise it. So it's something that I, I trust and really look forward to. You know, it being an organic shift back into a natural way of operating.
0: Download your personalised lifestyle planning app today from the App Store and go with your Qi flow. Chi Chart, the personalised lifestyle planning app.
3: You talk about that busyness and I find that people just react out of that busyness and wanting to maybe solve a problem that might arise for them and operate from emotion as opposed to maybe getting centred with their intuition and how do you support people to stop and slow down and actually touch base with their intuition in in that process
2: well i think you know you've absolutely you know said it where it's stop and slow down so when we're busy we just think you know what can i do now to get things off the list the low-hanging fruit or you know the the path of least resistance the easiest thing to achieve but often rushing in and just doing things it may not be the best timing you may not have all that information if you're looking at your chi chart the energy may not be aligned with that day so you know it's a day to to sit and reflect so having I guess acceptance around not doing things immediately not not feeling that pressure to tick off your list and that is again a re-education there's this real I believe perception that if you do step away for five minutes or take a day to make a decision or return an email Mm. people think you're not working Mm. hard enough or you know you're not paying attention or you're not being productive and the awareness of needing to take time is not there and that's something that we could you know, really seek to improve that that message
1: it's something that i've found with Chart with the app when it says to you it's a well-being day right in front of your face you know take the time you go oh, okay <laughs> You know, the universe is telling me I'm being told that I need to take the time. So, at least it brings about awareness there, whether we follow it all the time or keep ticking things off the list is uh, is up to us, right?
3: Well, well, how did you feel yesterday when you started the podcast and you did your little opening spiel and then realized that in explaining that the chart, you were reading your own chart, yeah. which was telling you that... Be aware that you could make mistakes. Yeah. And you actually hadn't started the podcast. How hilarious (laughs) was that? (laughs) And I've actually got that on video. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's
1: very good. Oh, very good. Yeah.
2: You know, you learn through trial and error, and definitely that is part of the process of re-establishing that trust in your in your intuition. If you learn how to connect with it and understand it and then take yourself through you know processes of checking in getting that message and then following it you start to build evidence of how it works and how it supports you if you can say i've checked in the message is yes go for it but i'm deciding not to and then it doesn't pan out it's still evidence it just says to you okay i really do need to listen so i think that you know it is good sometimes i love it when i get those wellness days and it says time to rest up because there have been occasions when I've had everything ready to go and it's been a day to, to just sit and be still and I thought no I need to get this done today and it just hasn't worked. So I've learnt the hard way but at least I can say I've learnt.
3: <laughs> so what day have you got today Courtney?
2: Well today is a connect day. So it's a really good day to you know, sharing and connecting and you know learning as well. I find connect days for me a really great something new or something that helps to expand my understanding of an issue always comes into my awareness on the connect day.
0: Let our chi guide you. Follow Chi Chart on Facebook and
1: Instagram. These energy principles, how do you find the best practice of application into business for people who aren't skilled in the area
2: as you know everything's energy right so your mood your emotions it all carries an energetic vibration the the feel the vibe of a place that's about energy so everything is energy and we're all operating in energy whether we know it or not we respond to somebody's energy they respond to ours and that creates a pattern so in terms of applying an understanding of energy in business we need to you know, really acknowledge and accept that our emotions, which are often connected to past events, mm. carry an energetic vibration. And if we can be really conscious about uh, working to identify a vibration that we might be putting out within our body, there is a process that I describe in the book in Step 4 and 5. It talks about how to release the negative energetic connections that we might be carrying because those connections keep us stuck in negative behaviours or limiting perceptions of people and situations and, you know, inability to see opportunities or feeling limited. So having that awareness of energy in business, it's it's just building on your ability to perceive everything that you need to be aware of within your business situation. And you walk into a room Mm -hmm. and you gauge the vibe and you might think, okay, I'm not going to raise this issue right now or I'm going to, rephrase some of the language because these people might be open to some a different approach so it's all a part of it everything is interconnected and once you start to embrace that you can see that ripple effect of working in one area and things shifting in another
3: is it natural for people just to react and try and operate through that energy is is that something that is a challenge to get connected with that what could i say to myself or what could someone say to themselves to actually feel that energy as opposed to just operating or talking even talking through it or acting through that energy
2: i think there's two ways you could go about it you could you know just take a deep breath and say okay where in my body am i feeling this and if you're aware of you know i'm feeling it in the lower part of my body or the upper part of my body you may then go a little deeper and connect it with specific chakras And, you know, we know that each chakra is connected to a different life stage. So there could be, you know, some anger that you're carrying in the lower part of your body that could be connected to something way, way back in your life. But that angry response you had at that event back then, it's now creating a lens through which you perceive the rest of the world. And that is where reaction comes from. So our reactions are informed by the energy and emotions that we carry and the decisions that we make around those significant events in our life so this is where fear comes in and anger of course sadness and feelings of hurt and guilt we have a significant emotional event occur at an earlier stage in life and our unconscious Mm -hmm. brain says right this kind of situation means that i need to feel angry in order to protect myself or to save face or you know any number of possible you know programs that the unconscious mind will adopt and we don't we don't understand that they're there until we do See, wait a minute maybe i'm overreacting to this situation or wait a minute i always respond like this and i'm not getting any results what do i need to look at
1: it's good how you've incorporated the analytical brain into that too
2: business needs analytical brain to understand things and the unconscious mind needs framework our subconscious needs a framework and a structure to understand something so this the Ascension Leadership Model, which is what my book is all about, has that lovely balance of using our you know, cognitive, analytical, logical, but underpinning that with energy and intuition so that we can save time. We don't have to necessarily crunch through all the data over and over again. We can combine the two to be more efficient in the way that we operate and more heart centered. Is that
3: when the app's telling me to, because I had, when you had yesterday, if you had a create day and it said, go and connect with nature, which is part of the creative psyche behind the app, and just to stand there in the sun on the harbour walking my two pooches, was that effectively stopping and doing the same thing, but in a positive aspect as opposed to maybe dealing with some of those negative emotions we've received?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, just the simple act of being in the sun is so nourishing for the soul because the energetic vibration of the sun You notice just from you know five minutes out there that it just shifts your state you're out there fresh air sunshine warming your body it switches your brain off that track of negative thought or an anger or whatever the emotion is and it kind of scratches the record and puts you into a different a different frame of mind and a different thought pattern so already you've shifted your vibration and you've started to shake loose that natural response now if every time you feel yourself spiraling into um a reaction or a negative or unproductive response, if you were able to step out and just stand in the sun, then you would you very effectively begin to break down that default pattern of going into that negative response in certain
1: situations so funny Courtney I'm a mum and I am a business owner too but the other day I was doing cleaning from very early like 6am to 8 30 or 9 and I was just so down and I got my coffee and stepped into the front awning where the sun was and immediately within the two or three minutes exactly as you discuss my energy shifted and I felt it within myself and I thought oh the sunshine and it's so simple, isn't it? it it's is so, so simple. simple.
2: And it's probably the easiest form of meditation and probably, you know, a, a basic and simple meditation that everybody can fit into their lifestyle because, you know, let's face it, we're not all able, able to sit for four hours being on top of a
4: mountain
2: <laughs> <laughs> as much as we'd like to when we practice. And meditation and, and finding that inner stillness is so important for us. However, you know, it's not always practical. So just having those few moments outside you know have a cup of tea or standing at the window or whatever just to be present is just so powerful and can really set you up for the day if you start the day in a good vibration in a good frame of mind that will you know perpetuate and amplify and it's just about being mindful if you are feeling like you're going off track or circumstances and situations are trying to get you off track, how do you kind of get back into that?
0: Let's chat Chi. Join our closed Facebook group for free engagement daily at Chi Chat.
1: Hey, Lisa, how does this feel for you, this philosophy in terms of a marriage with Chi? What do you see?
4: This is, it just so resonates and actually aligns perfectly. It's in harmony, it's in balance. What you're saying is just, yeah, it's perfect. And I totally feel that. And when you're talking about that, that sun energy, that goes back to basically the fire energy, right? And that fire energy, as we were talking about in our podcast yesterday, was about joy. So when you do go out and stand in the sunshine, you actually do feel that joy. You know, the sun is warming you. It's it's great for, it's nourishing your soul. So what you're saying is very true. And, and when you talk about the chakras, those chakras also elementally relate to the five element theory in, um, you know, Chinese astrology. So, yeah, it's very true, Courtney. Everything is energy. We are all energy. And we live and, you know, thrive or survive in an environment of
2: and you know i draw a lot of empowerment from the sun I, I love the sun and i love to be warm and i love to sit and bask um if, if i could be i might possibly be a cat <laughs> some people don't always have access to the sun or that's not their thing and for them it might be swimming in the ocean or walking in the forest or you know just spending a few moments with an animal and you know we all have a natural perhaps often we're not aware of but a natural way of getting an energetic boost from the natural environment and even in japan the traditional spiritual and healing traditions included time for forest bathing Bathing, yeah. and that is where a person would go out and sit in the forest and just soak up the vibration of the trees and you know you know when you go out to the bush you can smell the earth you can hear the bees you can hear the, the wind in the leaves and That just, you know, it just jazzes the soul. So everybody has a different way of doing it. And perhaps they're not even really aware of it, but if you look, you might start to recognise, hey, I, I tend to want to do that and when I do, I always I feel better after I do. So it's just finding, you know, what you really align with.
4: Absolutely, I do agree with that. And that also is involved with your personal flow. You're, you're right. You perhaps really like the fire element in your flow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I did read something in your bio about fact that you actually do readings yourself so I was actually quite intrigued by of what sort of energy or readings that you work with
2: I, I started by tuning in my intuition and as I did that I very quickly reconnected with spiritual guidance that I remembered had been with me you know from when I was a child my mum tells stories about when I was you know a young adolescent that every time we'd leave the house I would say to her you have to leave the radio on for George And she was like, who's George? And for me, George was just, you know, an energy of presence that sat in the chair in the corner of my room and was, you know, I was very happy about that. There's nothing alarming about that. So I I used to leave the radio on for George. That was something that I, I feel I either grew out of or pushed away because it was a little bit too different to be kind of talking about as a teenager and a young adult. But as I started to you know, later on in life, recognised that I needed to reconnect with my intuition, the recognition of, you know, those times with George or that connection with George came back very quickly and as a result I've developed my psychic and mediumistic connections and so I'm able to connect with spirit and, you know, that is also essentially about connecting with the energy of the person who you're reading for to pick up information and pieces of knowledge that are helpful for that person at that time.
4: That's really interesting. I might have to have a chat with you sometime one-on-one. <laughs> see, how, see how your energy reading of me actually aligns with, let's say, the Chinese astrology. Yeah.
2: It would be really interesting. It's all, I mean, it's all interconnected. I've read so many books and I still continue to buy books, even though some might say I have enough. But I'm just fascinated in the different healing traditions and spiritual Traditions across the world, and there's so many different variations out there. And whether or not you call it religion, or you know, tribalism, or spiritualism, there seems to be this common thread of understanding energy, and understanding you know, connection with earth, and understanding creative abilities within ourselves. So, whilst you know, I don't necessarily subscribe to any particular structure or dogma, I I feel that if I can, you know, have that awareness and understanding and respect for energetic vibration, then that is a good way for me to, you know, go within the world and and kind of tread lightly. And I feel that that, you know, fits with so many different religions or spiritual practices, so I can appreciate what everybody else is kind of doing in their framework or spirituality. Are
0: you a brand in the energy space? We're always open to expanding our horizons and yours. Email energy at shechart.com.
1: Courtney, what do you think it is that is obviously leading this worldwide shift where we're heading mentally? You talk about all these different religions and stuff like that and we're all getting so into energies and all this other stuff do you think it's because of the rise of individualism and you know social media and all of that sort of stuff making us feel isolated or what do you think the cause is
2: you know it's a little bit hard to pin it down to to one cause and i think there are many factors that are contributing to the shift. i see that as a society we are noticing that what we have been doing in the past is not serving us and is not Mm -hmm. going to help us to thrive in the future so in terms of the way that we view, you know, the political decisions and some of the things that are occurring, you know, in politics at the moment, from a logical and a values and, you know, a heart point of view, some of that stuff just doesn't line up at all. So people are starting to, to ask questions astrologically and you know spiritually the age of Aquarius and the energetic vibration Mm -hmm. of the planet is shifting and that is causing us to think Mm -hmm. and respond in different ways and I think that you know social media it was designed to connect us and to expand the world but in a lot of ways it has isolated us or people don't understand how to communicate authentically anymore I feel that there is this real understanding from large groups of people that seeking external sources of validation is never going to lead to any long-term sustained happiness people are really starting to understand that the path to you know sustained happiness and joy is through you know understanding energy and taking those times to be still and to go within and to really embrace your agency and your power and your own source of truth so good that's
4: interesting what you say because this is exactly what i explained to my children is that before you can actually love anybody else right or you really have to start loving yourself and respecting yourself and spending time with yourself so what you're saying it, it really does make a whole lot of sense
2: if we're always asking for somebody else to give us permission or approval that's hard work and, you know, you're never going to please everybody all of the time. So, you know, why not just start with you and just say, okay, I know how this makes me feel. If it's high vibrations and I feel happy, this is the right way for me. Yeah, it's
4: mm.
1: absolutely true. I say that with my friend. I say there's a lot of things, but it's always good just, you know, go towards the energy if you're feeling energy, if something's not giving energy back or if it's making you feel closed off and down, move away from that.
4: Absolutely. And I think also what we often tend to do is focus on other people or other things. It's really easy to externalize because it means we don't have to look at ourselves. (laughs) We don't have to do the work. Exactly. So we can actually focus on other Mm. things and just go, oh, okay, and I can help and I can do this and do that. And then all of a sudden, You realise it's not working. Well, why is it not working? Because you're actually not doing it for you. Well,
3: it's quite challenging to take that mask off and Mm -hmm. look at yourself and and, and accept oneself as the first step. It's a a real challenge. It
2: can be very scary having to deal with self. Mm. It can be very scary. And I think as well, you know, whether or not it's social media or mass media or, or whatever it is, but you know, uncovering those less than glamorous parts of ourselves, (laughs) (laughs) that's that's not what we want to see on on the screen or in the glossy magazines. You know, everybody should be happy, polite, calm and perfect all of the time. Well, it's not true. Some days are just crap and some days you feel crap, some days you think and say crap things and accepting that that a part of, of, you know, who we are is really important and also then looking in and saying, well, why have I gone to that response? Why have I gone to that simple mode in that situation? That actually opens up a doorway to healing and expansion. So, you know, the crappy days, the less than perfect moments are an excellent opportunity for personal evolution.
3: Which is one of the benefits of the app. In that you are going to have crappy days, and the app actually warns you that those days are coming up. <laughs> yeah. And you but do, you take. It say you, they're
4: crappy. You'll actually know there'll be well-being days in yeah. general. So just it's another word for crap. <laughs> but, but it okay,
3: does oh, say oh, maybe look- everything <laughs> I say is not perfect, and I'm okay with that because I am lovable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it says look after. It's a, basically those days. Say look after yourself. You That's know, right. Yeah. But you
3: approach. The, you mm. can approach those days from an acceptance point of view for whatever shows up for whatever lessons yes. or opportunities it creates, mm. and that stop and slow down um you know covert as, as you know what what was the what's the lesson out of COVID? is the universe trying to tell us something yeah that is from a society point of view were we just caught up in the busyness and the run-on and the roll-on and we all had our masks on in the social media as to what we're trying to present out there but we were we were we truly looking back and and looking at ourselves as as to what journey we're on and looking at growing as individuals and did we get caught up in the in the fake. That's the message that COVID was for me, because you know, I actually found out I don't mind being an introvert. Just staying at home every now and again and just and not have to go out there and be doing all the time.
1: So something that you sort of tell yourself that you need to. And we've all got that existential angst.
3: Well, it's the pleaser of, of, oh, of for everyone yes. else. Like I'm trying to please everyone else mm. as, as opposed to and I think we can all get caught up in that others' expectations without touching base with our own expectations first.
1: Yeah, and looking after yourself first. Courtney, it was so good to talk to you. Thank you so much. I All hope right. you'll come back on again cool. and have, chat more
4: about some chi. It's really interesting hearing your perspective and and the work that you're doing with energy.
0: Like us? Give us a five-star energy rating wherever you listen. Chi Chat by Chi Chart.